Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Who is he? Wait, is he coming over here? Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Super Charmer Podcast. This is Patrick Wu, the Wooist. And today, as always, I have the lovely Veronique Pivetta, the three principles coach. And today, we're going to be talking about interesting topics, as always. Veronique, how are you doing today? I'm very well. It's uh, springtime here in Belgium, and the sun's out, and, and I like that. You know, Veronique, that's great, because I think a lot of people like the sun. And that seems like a good time. Now, I always say that whenever, whenever the sun com- comes out, I always hide when, I, when there's a lot of sun. <laughs> so I, I always tell people I'm like a night crawler. And even in my room, I'm like this really mysterious guy right now that you see with big hair and, and all that. Well, But, you live in LA, so you must be hiding a lot. I hide a lot. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Until the nighttime comes and then I, I'm out somewhere or the wow. sun comes down. Yeah. That sounds very <laughs> mysterious. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Well, well, Bernie, so today I wanted to talk about this topic of people who are burned out in dating. Mm-hmm. Now, I feel that, you know, talking to a lot of people in, hey, you know, even I get into this sometimes when... When let's say you, you, get at, you, you work at something a lot and then after a certain while of doing so, something so much, you just become burnt out. Mm-hmm. And today we're going to help the listeners to go from burnt out to getting back into the game of dating again. Mm. And this is something I bet you know a lot about. Yeah, it's an interesting topic. It's... Um... I'm not sure I have experienced a uh, dating burnout, but I know some of my friends have. So um, I've heard people say that, you know, things like, I just can't do it anymore. Like it's, it's too hard or it's, it's, it's too much work. It will never lead anywhere. So I'm mm-hmm. just not going to date for a while. You know, like it's just, mm-hmm. I can't do it anymore. Something like that. Is that what you mean? Yeah. So an, an example would be, I was talking to one of my friends the other day and he said, I saw this girl and we, uh, we were t- having a conversation or whatnot, but then I thought to myself, what's the point? This person's going to reject me later on in our relationship, even if it gets far. So why do I have to go through that? So, yeah, I, actually, what we're going to talk about is discouragement. People get discouraged, right? Yes. Hmm. Well, the good news is <laughs> it has been said by different people that learning about the three principles is, uh, makes you kind of discouragement proof. And you, you want to hear about, a, bit, a bit more about that? Well, definitely. So if you look at dating as just a moment by moment thing where every day you'll get fresh new thinking um, about it and um, every date will be different and every experience will be like a fresh new experience in the moment which is what it would look like if you understand that 
your experience is fluid and it's just created from, you know, like from these powers, like thought, consciousness, and mind. I might be a little bit too abstract here, but pretty much that's what I do as a three principles coach. I teach people that their experience is very fluid and that every moment is a new moment and every experience um, is just made fresh, like every moment. So it means um, you don't look at life like just like a repetitive pattern, but you start seeing life as just really fresh in the moment. And when you see life as fresh in the moment, you don't get that heavy feeling of discouragement. You just, you get more of a light feeling of excitement of like, Ooh, I have no idea what the next moment will bring, which is true. Like we actually do not know what the next moment will bring. Uh, just so your friend saying, Oh, she's just going to reject me. Well, he doesn't know. Like if he's just open to all possibilities, who knows what might happen with this girl. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's really good advice because I've noticed that even talking to a lot of people, that's kind of one of the biggest problems that people face where they, they get really discouraged from mm-hmm. thinking that a specific outcome is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Even though it had, even though nothing has been created yet and that everything was self-generated from themselves, that this is specifically going to happen. And I talk mm-hmm. to a bunch of people like, you know, men and women all the time, and they talk about this very thing, like, well, I don't want to do this because I know this is going to happen because this has always happened in the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I've also noticed how, how people will often, they, they make up, like, they'll see what they want to see. Mm-hmm. That's true. So someone who, who says, you see, Patrick, I told you that girl would, that you told me to, to talk to, she would just totally reject me. I knew it. Why did I even go there? Mm. And, then, yeah. and then the times that, let's say, something good happens, they disregard that as, well, that was kind of lucky. Yeah, or the exception. Or like, well, that was the exception. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, I mean, I don't know. It was just a, a lucky time or... I mean, of course this happened or maybe she was just, or they'll start making excuses why it worked Mm -hmm. for them. So, and well, another thing is, like you said, we tend to find in life what we expect from life in a way. And the reason why that is, is that um, we tend to, so whatever we see, will be kind of colored by what we think. So the thoughts we kind of nourish in our mind and we kind of hold on to ultimately tend to limit the possibilities and the opportunities we're going to see. Um, like it's, it's easy to see that when, you're, when you decide you want to buy a new car or um, when you decide you want like to redecorate your home or whatever all of a sudden you start to have eyes for things that you never had eyes for like when i decided to buy a car uh, i considered i wanted a small car so all of a sudden i started seeing all these small cars in the street (laughs) sure 
And I started to really notice, you know, like how many smart cars uh, drive by, how many uh, Fiat 500 cars drive by, like, uh, and then the Cooper Minis. And I I started to feel like there were so many small cars on the streets, you know, because Mm -hmm. I was actively kind of scanning the world for small cars, trying to make a decision as to which car I was going to buy. Mm-hmm. And so I had small cars on my eyeballs and that's all mm-hmm. I could see. You know, I didn't really have eyes for big cars because I wasn't all <laughs> that interested in them. <laughs> and I think some people have that with dating. Like they'll, they have so much eye for failure and rejection that they mm-hmm. will see failure and rejection everywhere, but mm-hmm. they won't even notice like the winks of people who actually like them or like the, the, the attentive listening of, of some people they meet randomly who seem to be really interested in them. Like they won't have eyes for it. They won't see it. Mm -hmm. It's not that they won't be there, but they won't see it because they only have eyes for what they already expect, which is failure and uninterested Mm -hmm. people and rejection. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I I would even say like, even this week, like, let's say I was, I was reflecting about upon, you know, some of the relationships that I have that are currently going on right now. And, and I thought, oh man, like, I feel like nothing's going well for me. Or like, I'm, I'm having trouble to even connect with anyone right now. Mm-hmm. And I, I realized at that moment, oh, I'm feeling pretty bad right now. Mm-hmm. And usually when I'm feeling pretty bad, I usually start to think about, oh, nothing's going right. And, and it's not only my relationships that are going wrong, but it's like, oh, well, my finances are not where I want it to be. Mm-hmm. My health kind of sucks. I haven't got out of my house. I haven't seen the sun all day. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, I get like, uh, like, I haven't read anything new. I'm not doing anything in my projects. And then I start beating myself up. And, and, and it's not only in the subject of my relationships, but it's in, mm-hmm. in all areas. And, yeah. and I, I notice, oh, okay, I'm probably in some really bad thinking right now, or I'm in some kind of insecure thinking right now i'm not thinking very clearly yeah and to say it in a very short way when you feel bad things look bad you know when you when you feel bad everything in your life looks really bad Mm -hmm. that's just the way it is it's true for everyone yeah and and even uh and even so so once i ended up getting rid of those insecure thoughts or just kind of woke up to my innate thinking, I realized, oh, wait, actually, maybe things aren't really that bad or maybe things aren't really that big of a deal. And all of a sudden I could start seeing, oh, wait, I had this relationship that's working really well or, or I connected with this person really well recently. I completely forgot about it. I didn't even, I didn't even consider that as a success or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I forgot. Like once I'm in my more clear thinking, life just looks better and I stopped being more discouraged from everything (laughs) that was a strange construction but I I totally get what you what you mean (laughs) I'm gonna have to edit that part (laughs) yeah it's um yeah discouragement is really just a product of of our thinking in the moment and and if we are a bit muddled up in our mind and, and our thinking is not so clear and, and we get insecure, then it's easy to take that really seriously and start getting really discouraged. Mm-hmm. But there's also a possibility of just 
um, taking that more lightly and saying, well, apparently I'm in some not so pleasant thinking right now, but, you know, I'm sure life isn't as bad as it looks right now. And let's just be open for new thoughts and new opportunities and new inspiration. And then who knows what can happen, you know, anything, anything is possible. Anything is possible. And one of the things that I saw, like on a Facebook post, <laughs> someone asked this question, should I do online dating? Is it a, do you guys recommend it or not? And then, and I hear, I saw, I saw like a flood of these comments, like, you know, everyone's chiming in on what they think about online dating, for instance. And then this one woman was like, I've heard these crazy like horror stories from all these online dates. And then I also heard that some people get married yeah. and, and, and later I, I commented back on, on this post and I said, well, isn't that true for all dating, whether it's online dating or not? And she just kind of like put like a LOL. That, <laughs> like, That's true. Kind of thing. Like, it is true. Like we make up a lot of funny things all the time. Mm. And 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 sometimes we don't try i think that we don't try things enough before we actually find out if it's actually something we enjoy or not mm-hmm. like my my friend sarah i'm not going to say her last name because it might embarrass her <laughs> but my friend sarah she said pat every time i i have i make an online profile or something like that i always have guys that are 20 years older than me that mm-hmm. that message me I'm like, what? No, Pat, look, it's true. Look at my messages. And, and I looked at some of my messages and, and they were a lot older men, like, like mm-hmm. 20 years older. But then I'm like, there are only three guys though that are over 20 years old. Yeah. And, and she said, well, yeah, this happens to me all the time. So I don't want to, to date all these older men. There's only older men that go after me. Now mm-hmm. I feel really discouraged because I can't get y- younger men and younger men do not exist on online dating when they mm. contact me. So that's what I hear from, from different, you know, different people. Yeah, I think the message with dating is if you have a vision of what you want for yourself, you know, whether it's just a really cool casual relationship or marriage or whatever, whatever you want, mm-hmm. um, the trick is to just keep going until you find that thing you want. And it doesn't matter if, you know, some of the people you meet are not exactly what you want or some of the relationships you start, you know, end or whatever. Like if you just keep going and just take every new, new moment as, as a fresh new opportunity to like to meet someone new and to do it differently and to, to get a different outcome, then eventually you'll get there. Mm-hmm. The, the only reason why some people don't get what they want is because they stop before they reach their objective, you know, mm-hmm. but in dating, if you just keep going and don't get discouraged, maybe you will go on many dates that don't lead to like the relationship you want, but so what, you know, you just keep going. Or what is the alternative to not going? That's what I think. Yeah. If, if you, if you just stop, you're never going to get it. Right. Mm-hmm. And if you keep going, you're definitely coming closer to what you want every mm-hmm. single day, like 
every single day to brings you closer to what you want. Mm-hmm. Well, Vernick, you seem like, I mean, do you ever get this? You don't ever get discouraged with dating at all? With dating, no. Really? <laughs> wow. Well, I think I, you might be the only person I've ever heard that from. Oh, really? Yeah. I well, think that I guess I, I don't take it that seriously. The, the trick to not getting discouraged in dating is to, um, to always see dating for what it is. If you see dating as the thing that determines how you feel or like, the thing that your future happiness depends on or like, Mm -hmm. you know, if you make dating like the thing that's supposed to make you happy, fulfilled, safe, like whatever, Mm -hmm. then you're going to put so much pressure on it that you're going to have really extreme reactions to it. But if you see dating as just what it is, just like meeting people and giving them a chance and then seeing where it leads, Mm -hmm. like, dating is not such a big deal it's just meeting people and seeing if you want to continue seeing them that's it Mm -hmm. so um i think the the mistake many people make is making dating into this life or death uh thing you know like you don't understand my future depends on this like my happiness depends on this if it doesn't work out with this guy i'm going to die (laughs) or or like i'll be single the rest of my life but why make it into such a big deal like it's it's only going to add stress and it's not going to feel good Mm -hmm. and it's ultimately it's not true like your life doesn't depend on whether it works out with this one person you know but what if i was like dating jennifer lopez (laughs) what yeah so what (laughs) and i was i was like oh my gosh jennifer lopez dumps me I won't have the fame. I won't be secure. I won't. Well, there's the next person will come along, you know? Yeah. He might be even better than Jennifer Lopez. Oh, wow. No disrespect to Jennifer Lopez, you know, but it's she is um, Jenny from the block. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> but no person is, this is, this might sound a bit uh, harsh, but no person is that special that your happiness depends on, um, them you know mm-hmm. it's uh, your happiness depends on you and whatever's going on in your mind in the moment you know mm-hmm. if your mind is clear and you're relaxed and and you're just going along life like taking in the moment you're going to be pretty happy regardless of whether it works out with this person or not mm-hmm well, I think that's true, but, but I, I also, I also, but. See, but I also see that sometimes I, I kind of forget a lot, and then yeah. you know I always jump back into, oh well, that person was so special, mm-hmm. like I'll never meet someone like that again. I mean, I mean there are still, you know, when I think about it, there are still some people who I have held very special in, in my heart. You could say, mm-hmm. like, wow, like. I'm not sure I'll meet someone like that again. And I don't know if I will or not. Like that person was special. Like, and and they were in my life for a long time. And Mm -hmm. let's say someone had a five-year relationship, for instance. Like, I mean, that that was a long time of, of having that kind of relationship. And you probably knew that person really, really well after spending so many, many years and all this time with that person. 
you know, and I could see why someone would get discouraged. Like, well, you know, I spent five years with this one person and in the end it didn't work out. I could, I could see why they would get caught up in that. I can too. And I have to, you know, in the past, I, I mean, I've, I've been really sad over a relationship ending, you know? Um, but the truth is what I'm learning, what I've been learning in the past years is that, um, it doesn't take years to have a really, really deep, intimate connection with someone that can happen pretty quickly. If you are willing to show up as you are and be really real and authentic and really present, Mm -hmm. you can get that really, really deep, really fundamental connection with someone Mm -hmm. like really, really quickly. Yeah. And another thing I invite you to consider is that usually we don't really miss certain people. We miss how we felt when we were with them. Like we miss ourselves. Like we miss who we were when we were with them. You know, we miss how we were feeling when we were with them. So what we miss is like the internal experience that was going on within us while we were with that person. Wow, Veronique, I never heard it in that way before. Mm-hmm. That was the, the, probably the most awesome thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Like, wow, that's 100% true, yeah. I don't, we don't actually miss the person or we miss the memories we had in creating memories with that person or we miss how we felt when we were with that person. Mm-hmm. But maybe it wasn't the person that we were missing. Now I just confused myself, actually. Is that true? Well, you can, you can reflect on this and, and see if it is true for you. I know it's true for me. Like there are, I know I've had really special moments with some people you know, in my life. And what I miss sometimes is how amazing I was feeling in that mm. moment. You know, like... And, and what I long for is to experience that feeling again, mm-hmm. but not necessarily with that person. It's just, it's, oh, we just, you know what I mean? Like, that's you just, interesting, actually. We're, we're, yeah, continue on with that. I'm sorry. This, I, I was excited about that. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm just going to repeat myself, but I tend to do that. So that's okay. You'll forgive me. But yeah, like we, we have this amazing experience with someone and then when the relationship ends we miss feeling that way like we miss the person we were when we were with them like we miss being in that yummy experience but the thing is you have to be open to the possibility that that experience was created within you and if it was created within you before, it can be created within you again. Mm-hmm. And it's not dependent on the person you were with at the time. The experience came from you and you can totally experience that again. There's, you don't need anyone's permission or anyone's presence. Like if you are capable of experiencing those feelings, you are capable of experiencing those feelings. If you experienced them before, you can experience them again. Nothing's broken um, inside of you just because you break up with someone. 
you're still yeah. completely whole and still capable of experiencing the same things. Mm -hmm. And you probably will. Mm -hmm. You know, what's really interesting to me, I hear something, have you ever heard that, that like, depending on how long you've been in a relationship for, that's how long you're going to recover? Like, mm -hmm. uh, I think an example would be, if you were in a one-year relationship, it'll take you one month to recover. If you were in a relationship for two years, it should take you two months to recover. Well, I heard that um, some people say it's half of the length of your relationship. So it would take you five years to get over a 10-year relationship. And it would, you, it would take you six months to get over a one-year relationship. You know? Yeah. And, and to me, I, I hear that kind of stuff all the time. Like, well, you know, it's going to take time to heal. And well, I don't really believe that anymore. Like, I mean, I believe that, that, that you might have a lot of thinking around it, but I don't think that it actually takes that much. I don't know. Well, I think that it doesn't take as much time as most people think to get back to good as new again. I think it doesn't have to take long. It, for some people, it does take long, but it doesn't have to take long. And I think if you, if you buy into this uh, so-called truth that it always does take long and it has to take long and you just need that time mm -hmm. and it's impossible to get over it quickly, if you buy into that, that's the way it's going to be for you. You know, like, even if you, you did feel better, you would dismiss it and kind of keep telling yourself, you, like, you're still feeling bad, you know, because you cannot possibly feel good already. It's too fast or whatever. Yeah. You know, but definitely it doesn't have to take long. It's, uh, if you just get one new thought that feels really hopeful and happy, you're going to feel really hopeful and happy. It, it could happen in an instant. Mm -hmm. Well, I hope that everyone feels happy in an instant with some hopeful thoughts. <laughs> so you get there, Me no too. pressure, no pressure. <laughs> well, it's, it's possible. I'm not saying mm -hmm. it's, a, it's compulsory or <laughs> I'm not saying it's better to get mm -hmm. over something quickly, but it is possible to get over a breakup quickly it's possible it's a it's a possibility mm -hmm. and i think that's a, a great tie-in for what we were talking about in terms of discouragement earlier mm -hmm. today because when we have when we have hope again then that kind of defeats discouragement in a sense and to me that's kind of the thing where we recover back to normal like oh yeah there's hope again Absolutely. If you can have one hopeful thought, in that moment, you're not going to feel discouraged or burnt out again. You're just going to feel hopeful. That's because we can only feel one thought or one feeling at a time. That's because we feel whatever's going on in our mind. We, we feel whatever thinking is going on in our mind in the moment. So we don't have to get stuck feeling a certain way for a very long time. You know, we can just have a more fluid feeling that changes as our thinking changes, mm -hmm. if we let it. Or if we know that it does, I think. Mm -hmm. 
So, so Veronique, well, I think that was really fantastic information. And I think we're going to leave it off of there for people to become discouragement proof. And if they want to become, if they want more help on being more discouragement proof, where can they find you? They can send me an email at veronique at pizetta.be or they can send you an email and we can talk about it during the next episode. Yes, that's right. And you can send me an email at patrick at wuas.com. I want to thank you guys all for listening today and you guys all have a wonderful, wonderful day. Bye-bye for now.